I'm with Alice Creswell from Great Britain, and uh, she's a businesswoman, but a strange businesswoman. She has a sign in her shops. The sign says, I've got it right here, a copy of it, free. Healings, miracles, dream interpretation. And people wander in that are non-believers in the Messiah, and better than 90% of the people that wander in, wander out, healed. That is normal. That's where I want you to be. And I just happen to have three x-rays. Explain these to me. Yeah, they're, they're actually MRI scans. It's of a lady in Germany who, she's, the ligament had come away from her knee and they'd reattached it with an operation and a screw that actually took the ligament, you know, the screw went into her knee. 18 months later, the screw comes loose and it, she could actually feel it under her skin, this screw. She was in agony because the ligament had come away again. So she goes to the hospital and they say, well, we're going to book you in for an operation on Tuesday where we put it back in again. But she hears about this cafe that we're working with in Germany and she went to see if Jesus could do a miracle on her leg. She was prayed for and was told in two days' time you're going to be healed. Well, exactly two days later, she's, suddenly she's healed. She can walk, there's no pain. She can't even feel the screw anymore under the skin where it was. So, so she, explain, first so of all, explain one, these MRIs. Okay, so the first one is showing the, the screw in the knee, actually going into the bone. The second one is the side shot where you can see the screw is going that, right quite deep in. Obvious. It's going deep in there. Well, what happens is she goes back to the consultant. Wait, wait, wait let me just show you something. You, can you see the screw there? No doubt, this is an MRI. This is from the front. She goes back to the consultant and she says to the consultant, I don't need the operation tomorrow because Jesus has healed me. And they, the doctors laugh. They think she's joking. So they say, well, we're going to take another MRI before you're up anyway. So they do another MRI. And this is what they see. No, I mean, Where, where's the, the, the ligament, the ligament's back on the knee. There's, the screw has disappeared. Even the screw hole has disappeared. That's my Jesus. Yeah. She was that's back at work the next Jesus. day. Yeah, that's your Go Jesus too. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> so yeah, so I'm from Chester in the northwest of England, and I I read the Bible and I see that we can do miracles today, and so I just believe what the Bible says. I believe that God is His word is the truth, and um, that you know if you know Jesus, you are filled with His Holy Spirit. You have the same Holy Spirit living in you that raised Jesus from the dead. The same power that created the universe, the galaxies, is within you. And as you submit your life to Jesus, you can do the same things that Jesus did. And in John 14, 12, it says we can do even greater things than he did. One day in our cafe, we had this, this young woman um, came in. She was only 19 years old and she was pregnant with her fourth child. That happens a lot in our neighborhood. They, they seem to start early. And she brought in her little two and a half year old daughter with her. And she said, we've just been to the eye clinic round the corner and my daughter, they think she's, she's blind in her left eye. And as I looked at this little girl's eye, I could see that the lid was really far down over her eye. And also her left eye was looking that way and her right eye was looking this way. I mean, it was like so, you know, such a lazy eye. You could just poles apart. So she'd only come in for a glass of water. She's not heard about the miracles in our cafe. But I said to her, I said, well, Jesus likes to do miracles. Can I pray for your daughter's eye and Jesus will heal her? 
she says to me, she said, well, I don't believe in Jesus. So I said, well, he believes in you. So can I pray anyway? She's like, oh, go on then, you know. So she let me pray. And I just very gently put my hand next to this little girl's eye. And I said, in the name of Jesus, because at the name of Jesus, every knee has to bow. It's got to do as it's told. So you, just, you can just use that authority. You know, I, I just like everybody else to be walking in the same authority that, that Jesus would walk in when he was on the earth. He demonstrated to us what we can do. So I said, I command for the eyelid to open and for the eye to go straight. Suddenly, this young woman, the, the mother, she's saying, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God, like this. And I was like, what is it? She said, look at her eye. So I looked at her eye and the eyelid just went ding. Well, it didn't make the noise, but it went like <laughs> open like that. And the eyes were perfectly straight. Then, so the mother, she says, tell me about Jesus. Well, you would, wouldn't you? <laughs> so, in fact, there were two young guys sitting behind me and they'd been into, they were like into heavy metal, long hair and tattoos and they'd been into drugs and they'd supernaturally come into our cafe one day. Some angels grabbed them outside and pulled them in. I'd been up praying all night. The Lord had got me to pray all night. And I didn't know who I was praying for, just lost souls is all I knew. And I stayed up all night and prayed. Then the next day, they like get pulled into our cafe saying, what are we doing in here? Something just pulled us in. I said, that'll be the angels outside. I said, I think I've been praying for you all night. They said, well, that's really weird. They said, you know, and they, they were like in their early 20s. They'd been friends for a long time. And that morning, both of them had woken up with an urge suddenly to buy a Bible. Like... And, but they were too scared to tell each other. They, didn't want to, they were too embarrassed to tell each other they wanted a Bible. So they go into town that day and they said, oh, I want to buy a book today. And the other one says, well, I'd like to buy a book too, actually. And then they discovered they both wanted a Bible. So they found a Bible each. They get on the bus to come home and they live just behind our cafe in, in our neighborhood of Blaken. And instead of going home, something, as they get off the bus, pulls them into our cafe. And so once I told them that I'd been praying for them all night and I didn't know it was them, they said, we want to give our lives to Jesus. So they renounced their sin. They gave their lives to Jesus. They got healed of some physical stuff too and came off the drugs and everything. And so six weeks later, when this little girl's eye is healed, they're sitting behind me in the cafe watching all this happen. So when the mother says, tell me about Jesus, they say, We'll tell you about Jesus yeah. and what he's done for, our, for, our, for us and in our lives. So they told her and she's like, I want to give my life to Jesus. So we're all holding hands around the table in the cafe. And she's confessing all this sin and asking Jesus to come into her life. And she gets saved. And, you know, later on, her partner comes into the cafe and he says, I want to thank the people that prayed for my daughter. You know, she's still perfectly well. This was like in 2009 this happened. Her eye is... Perfect. She's not blind. It's no more problems. But he said, I want to give my life to Jesus too. So he gave his life to Jesus as well. Hallelujah. Oh, yeah. Thank you, Jesus. Woohoo. <laughs> oh, he's so good, isn't he? So, um, but you can do that too. Everywhere you go. I mean, we've, you know, we have this cafe. We've got this shop right in the middle of Chester. But you can just, you can do miracles anywhere. It's good, isn't it? You know, maybe you've been in church and practicing doing miracles and prophesying to people, but it's, it's a good place to practice, but it's just for everyday life. And I find that you can try to talk to people about Jesus, you know, as much as you like, but really, if you do a miracle, if you get some supernatural knowledge 
and tell it to them. They want to know about Jesus. They want to know the power that they're feeling and the love that they can feel that they've never experienced in their life before. And we just found, you know, hundreds of people giving their lives to Jesus. But you can do that. It's easy. It is. It's easy. You just speak it out when it happens. And if it doesn't happen, you speak it out again. You just don't give up. You just keep going. You know, one of the things I've, I've found is we have a lot of people come in and they say, well, I've prayed a lot and I've still got this illness and I don't, or people have been praying for others and not seeing much happen. But one of the things I've discovered is that a lot of illnesses are caused by evil spirits. Even if you're a Christian, it could be an evil spirit that's causing it. I'll tell you one story that's, that's quite good um, as a teaching tool. This happened to me a few years ago and a friend of mine came round to my house just for a chat and a coffee and we were sitting chatting and then she gets up and I get up at the same time and suddenly both of us have the same symptoms. Like we suddenly, we get really dizzy. We have really bad headaches. Like we can't see properly and our ears go deaf and we feel really disorientated. Now if I was on my own, I probably would have thought, well, I've just got up too quickly, or I've got a virus that's coming, or something, you know. But because it was both of us had the same symptoms at the same time, we thought maybe this is an evil spirit up to something. So we prayed together and we said, we just tell that evil spirit to leave in the name of Jesus. Now all the symptoms left, apart from I still had a bad headache. And my friend went home and I thought, I'm, I'm not putting up with this headache any longer. This is, this is from the enemy, I'm not having it. We have authority, we have, we have power over all the power of the enemy, Jesus says in Luke chapter 10. That's amazing, isn't it? Just go away and read it. Just keep reading that verse where he gives us power and authority over all the power of the enemy. That's the truth. So anyhow, so I'm there on my own then. I'm in my living room and we've got these French windows looking out onto the garden. And um, this, this, my headache, is, it's really bad. And I'm like... In the name of Jesus, I command that evil spirit to leave me now. And as soon as I said it, there was a big bang. And what happened was there was a woodpecker, just which they're not very common really in England, but it was flying through our garden towards our house. The evil spirit must have left me and it entered this woodpecker because evil spirits want to be in a body. The nearest body was this woodpecker flying so it left me it enters this woodpecker and the woodpecker bashed itself into the window upstairs fell to the ground just outside the french windows dead i mean deadity dead like dead it must have broken its neck i mean it was like its neck was twisted it was on its back its feet in the air it was like <laughs> similar similar to that okay not exact so and i'm like oh no I've killed a woodpecker and I was, I was feeling so bad but my headache had gone like all the symptoms had gone and I'm like I was just felt really bad and it was just lying there and I, you know after about five minutes or ten minutes went by and I'm looking at it and I'm like should I do something it's obviously broken its neck it's completely dead and I thought there isn't much teaching on raising the dead so are you supposed to lay hands on it or can you just speak to it? Do I have to go outside? Can I do it through the window? I thought, well, so about after about 10 minutes, I'm thinking, okay, I'll give it a go. So I spoke out loud, because when you speak out loud, it's very powerful. So I spoke out loud, and I said, in the name of Jesus, I command that spirit of death, because it was a spirit of death, obviously, it killed this woodpecker, or it was some kind of curse or something to do with death. I said, spirit of death, I command you 
to leave that bird now. Now, as soon as I said that, this woodpecker is like this, and it goes, turns around, it sits up, opens its eyes, and it's like, well, it wasn't smiling, but if it, if it could, it would be. <laughs> Just looking at me like that. <laughs> and I'm like, yes, my first resurrection, come on. <laughs> things. I've been practicing praying for people who've died because I want to see the dead raised. Well, we're not going to see it if we don't actually practice it and have a go. We've got to practice. You know, you're learning all the time. I learn a lot from my mistakes, I have to say. I make a lot of mistakes, but I just keep going. And I keep saying, Holy Spirit, what should I have done? Holy Spirit, what were you doing right then? Can you show me? I'm always asking him. Just get to know the Holy Spirit. So this woodpecker sitting there, you know, it's alive. And it's sitting there for like five minutes and it's not flying away. And I thought, wouldn't it be ironic if a cat comes around the corner and just like swoops it up? So I was like, in the name of Jesus, a fly. And I pointed to it and said it and it flew off into the trees. Now, about six months later, um, I was speaking at a after dinner. I was the after dinner speaker at an event. And before I went, I said, Holy Spirit, what would you like to do this evening in this meeting? And suddenly two woodpeckers came and sat in the tree right outside where I was looking. And I thought, you know, if something happens like that, anything that happens that's slightly unusual or you have, you're just thinking, hmm, assume that's spiritual, okay? Just always do that. And then you have to ask the Holy Spirit, so what are you telling me? What is, think laterally. It's not always obvious. You've got to keep digging, keep asking the Holy Spirit. He'll show you the next thing because he wants you to know because he wants to... You know, he wants to extend his kingdom, doesn't he? The Lord wants to extend his kingdom, but he's going to do it through you. We're waiting for God to come and to start revival, but he's waiting for you to start revival everywhere that you go. Because you carry revival on the inside of you. The kingdom of heaven is within you, so you just got to let it out. So anyhow, um, yeah, these two woodpeckers come in the tree. So when I get to the meeting that night, I said... Is there, I told the woodpecker story, like I just told you, and I said, is there anybody here who has similar symptoms to the ones I had when this evil spirit came? You know, it was like headaches, dizziness, deafness, disorientation. And I said, I think it might be two people, because I'd seen two woodpeckers. So that was a word of knowledge, okay? And it usually happens, kind of, you've got to just keep thinking, what, what is that? Is God trying to show me something? Because if you ask the Holy Spirit to tell you something, he usually will tell you straight away. It's usually the first thought in your head or the first feeling you have is usually the Holy Spirit. So two women came out and they'd had those symptoms for a long time. But when I said, well, it's just an evil spirit, they're like, oh, well, that's all right then. So we just told the evil spirit to leave. What I'd like to do is, is when somebody's got an issue, it's like a demonic thing or it's caused by an evil spirit, I normally, I will get them to say, Father God, please will you forgive me for allowing this thing a place in my life, for coming into agreement with it. Because, you know, when that happened with me, I could have thought, well, I've got this illness now. I could have gone to the doctor and got medication for it and sort of come under it and lived under it for a very long time and wondered why when I pray, I'm not getting better. All it was was an evil spirit. So we've got to see in the spirit realm just like Jesus did. He only did what he saw the Father doing in heaven. He spoke what he heard being spoken in heaven. So 
anyhow, these people get completely set free. We pray for them. The evil spirits come out and they get completely healed by Jesus. That's good, isn't it? <laughs> Something similar happened. Um, you know, it's, I just like to teach people and help them to understand that evil spirits are nothing to be scared of. They are scared of you. When you realize who you are, who lives within you, the enemy is so, so scared of you. He's trying to stop you coming into all that God has for you. And I tell you what, it's time. Oh, yeah. Come on, you better believe it. Now is the time. You know, God's been getting you ready all these years for such a time as this. The things that you've been going through. It's like the Lord showed me recently that after years and years and years and years of being in the wilderness, going round and round and, and coming under stuff and being attacked by the enemy and all this stuff, that now, after all these years, we have now come into the promised land. But you know what? The promised land is very different from the wilderness. Very different. We've got to see, we need strategy, we need tactics, and that's where we need God to know, to show us what we need to do. We've got to do everything that the Holy Spirit tells us to do. We must be so obedient to the Holy Spirit. But this one time I was in the cafe and there's a lady, she'd been healed of deafness, like she was completely deaf in one ear. We prayed, we had a paparazzi photographer in there all week because he'd witnessed a miracle and he asked, could he come back for a whole week and take photographs? So he did. So he's taking photographs as she's getting completely healed of her left ear. A few months later, she comes back into our cafe. She said, I've suffered from a stroke since I last saw you. So can you pray for me? So we pray for her. And as I'm praying, I'm saying, I command all these symptoms, you know, from the stroke to leave her body now in the name of Jesus. As soon as I'm saying this and praying for her, this is in the cafe, a guy that we've known for years, who's been a Christian many years, he walks into the cafe at the same time. Suddenly he says, Alice, Alice, help me quick. And he takes me to the corner and he said, I suffered a mini stroke years ago. And as soon as I walked in the door of the cafe, I'm now having stroke symptoms. Please, will you call an ambulance? I'm thinking, you know, often we could have just called an ambulance. He could have gone into hospital and been treated for a stroke and maybe still have the effects of it now. But I thought, well, hang on a minute. We're praying for a woman for the stroke symptoms to leave her. He walks in at the same time. It must have been an evil spirit that caused the stroke. And the thing, because we told it to go, left her and hit him. We've got to be so aware of what is going on in the spirit realm. Not to be scared of it, but to just use the authority that we've been given through Jesus. So instantly I said to him, it is just an evil spirit, just tell it to go in the name of Jesus. He says, oh, okay. Symptoms go. I mean, he was panicking. Symptoms go now in Jesus' name. He said, I'm not going to have it in Jesus' name. Instantly, it left. Wow. That's the power of Jesus. Oh, he's good, isn't he? Oh, I love Jesus. <laughs> and you can do this. This is not just me, you know. I'm not, I was going to say I'm nothing special, but we're all special to God, aren't we? We're all so special. You know, I've done some teaching on the foundations, some foundations for moving in, in power of healings and miracles. And it's just so important to know the scriptures. 
we've got to know the Word of God. Just, I would just encourage you, you just go and read the Word of God and just, just devour it and ask the Holy Spirit, what, what do you want me to read? What shall I be reading and studying? And just let him speak to you. Um, but we've got to step out in faith. John Wimber used to say that faith was spelled R-I-S-K. You might be thinking, well, I don't see any miracles. Well, you better start stepping out in faith and praying and do not give up. Just keep going, keep going, keep going. You'll see a breakthrough. You'll be so surprised. Pray for people that don't know Jesus yet. Now, I've got some words of knowledge. Is it okay if I share those with you? Yes, please. Is the 